the San Francisco 49ers. They annihilated the Los Angeles Rams on yesterday. We're going to talk about that right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Stick around. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy this. Happy Halloween! Let's go. I don't even know what the Jason music. Oh, yeah, that is the Jason music because the Michael Myers got the piano sound and all that good stuff. What's going on, everybody? Happy Halloween out there, man. It is October 31st and it is Victory Monday. Let's go. Let's go. Everybody should be happy. I'm still crunk. I'm on level 100. A lot of people saying that I had too much gold bar last night. I had a little bit more than what I should have had. It was definitely more than enough. But I tell you what, I'm ready to go. It's Victory Monday. I'm rocking the Jason mask. It's about to go down. We got to get through some formalities of the show. First thing I need you to do is click on that like button because you already know what time it is. Like, comment, subscribe. YouTube, that's where we are. If you're new to the channel, hit the like button. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel as well. And go ahead and leave a comment. I definitely like to respond to a lot of the comments out there. All right, there's a new Twitch channel. So if you're watching on Twitch, go to twitch.twitch.tv backslash the Wayne Breezy, all right? Don't forget to follow and please subscribe using your Amazon Prime account. It is free. I need to get the subscribers back up on Twitch, so I need your help, all right? Join the Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. We're going to be doing our monthly Patreon this Sunday, all right, where the Patreon members can come on there and we have a little power hour where we talk behind the scenes with me and some of the great 49er fans out there. So go to patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. Facebook, make sure you guys are going ahead and following on the facebook page it's at wayne breezy don't forget to follow or super follow on twitter at wayne breezy it's the first of the month tomorrow so we'll be doing the super follow giveaway so make sure you guys are doing that on twitter if you're a super follower you'll be entering a giveaway instagram follow at the wayne breezy yes both of those old accounts are hacked and un. I can't get back into them. Had to start all over. It's all good. I'm cool with starting over the process because I told you yesterday that I'm letting go and I'm letting God. So we're going to let him have it. All right. There's the website. All right. And there's my email address. All right. Don't forget to check out the latest and 49ers news. They pumping out news 24-7 like they the Associated Press. Go to www.49erswebzone.com. Calm, all right, and last but not least, I'm gonna take off the Jason mask. This is a custom made Jason mask, as you can see. And I'm gonna go ahead and put on our sponsor cap. Shout out to Residency, Residency is the official sponsor of the Wayne Breezy show. All right, shout out to everybody at Residency. Listen, use the promo code uh SF Breezy and save on your purchase. Now, you guys got to get that hat that George Kittle had on in the presser yesterday, it's the all tan with the white. SF in there, that joint is fire. So make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. Now, there's a couple of things I want to talk about because a lot of you, we got a couple of giveaways going on. All right. Peachy's in the building. She says that her giveaway, she Peachy is doing a giveaway. All right. You have to unsubscribe to the old channel, subscribe to the new YouTube channel, post your pictures inside of her tweet. All right. And then when you do that, you'll enter her giveaway. But now hers ends on Friday, which is November 4th. So we have to be at that 1K mark and order to even like have the contest going on uh my contest is going to uh uh end 
uh, by next next Friday. So I would say next week I'm doing the 1,000 giveaway. All right. So we're giving a lot of stuff away. We get to this 1,000 mark. That's a huge milestone over here at the YouTube channel. All right. But we got to reach the 1,000 mark. Mine expires as well as next week. Peaches expires this week. We were doing giveaways. Steve might do something different. Uh, Let's Talk Sports is doing a giveaway for 1,000. So guys, we got to get to this 1,000 mark ASAP. And more importantly, we need these 4,000 hours watch. So please watch the videos. You're going to see some shorter videos that I'm posting. Some's going to be with food. Some's going to be with, you know, I, I, I promise I'm going to keep it 49er related. I know you guys love that. This is a 49ers channel. We're going to do that. But Peachy, thank you for the giveaway. All right. Good morning, everybody. It's Victory Monday. Nobody should be taking a shot unless it's a shot of espresso. All right. You should be wide awake and good to go. Last night on the overreaction show, we had almost 200 people in here. We got to get those 200 people to wake, wake, wake up to join the Wayne Breezy show uh, in the morning, right? Because I want you guys, it's so cool to see you guys here and having a great time and all those good things, all right? Now, this episode, we're going to talk about Christian McCaffrey because I tell you what, uh, he's Godson. And, you know, you know, I, you know, them picks, right? That's how we're going to look at it. Them picks. I, you know what the, you know, them picks. Let's do it one more time. Them picks. You already know where I'm going with this. Bump them picks. Christian McCaffrey is here. Okay. Uh, Paul says that the Let's Talk Sports jer- uh, jersey giveaway ends this week as well. So they're going to be expiring. So we got to get to a thousand. We're almost there. I believe we're like at the 850 marker, right? So 150 more subscribers. All right. For that contest. Uh, and, and you guys can enter. Listen, I was watching the game again yesterday, and boy, was it a tale of two halves. Tale of two stinking halves, man. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a good watch. All right. Great watch. Um, but again, tale of two halves, because you're sitting there and and everybody, the 49ers were trailing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh at the half, they were down by four, and they figured out a way to come back. And 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 gain some momentum, gain some juju, and all that good stuff. What in the world is going on here? And gain some juju, and they were able to find a way to get a victory. And I thought that was amazing. I thought it was. I thought it was amazing. All right. Now the 49ers did some things a little bit differently, and the main thing that they did yesterday was find a way to adjust. And uh, look, it's a. I don't know if it's easy. I don't know if it's a hard thing to do. But they figured it out, and that's why the 49ers were victorious. Hey, 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 Vic, go, go, victorious we are. Oh, 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 Victor- that's why they found a way to become victorious, man, because they found a way to overcome the adversity, make the proper adjustments on offense and defense. Tomorrow we'll break down some defensive and offensive grades. We'll do my grading for each one of the units out there. Uh, we'll have the PFF grades as well. Haven't been looking in PFF, been doing a whole bunch of other stuff or whatever, but the adjustments, the way that they adjusted, and they didn't just adjust on the offensive side the, or the defensive side, or even in special teams. They didn't even adjust on all thrills. They adjust in the coaching. D'Amico Ryans got his defense to say, you know what, D? We got to get these guys in third and longs because then we can start dialing up the pressure. Nick Bosa said it best. They asked them a question at the pressure. They was like, yo. They was like, you know, you guys were struggling to get some pressures. He was like, and I, I, I don't I want to quote him, but his answer was perfect. And I'll make sure I put that clip out there so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But it was perfect. Like, his answer was perfect. Like, how can you get pressure? You know what I'm saying? Like, boom. Like, we, it was third and one, third and two, third and four. They're not rushing. They got to prepare. When it's third and one, third and short, you got to be prepared for the run or the pass. When it's third and long, nine times out of ten, you know they're going to try to throw the ball. So you just got to sit back and play the proper coverages. That's what they did. That's what they did. What's going on, everybody out there? Guys, forgive me. Please. Round of applause to everybody watching the show right now. Round of applause to you. You guys are the real MVPs out there. Um, and it's super amazing to have you here uh, with me. Uh, but again, we're going to talk a little bit about Christian McCaffrey and, and what we saw in this game. Um, look, 183 all-purpose yards. 183 all-purpose yards yards so christian mccaffrey ladies and gentlemen 
you know, completed what we call that that trifecta joint. All right. Um, I thought I uploaded the graphic, but apparently that apparently I didn't. So let me go ahead and send it to myself so I can go ahead and get that uploaded. But he completed the um the trifecta of of throwing a touchdown, rushing for a touchdown, and receiving uh, a touchdown, right? I you know what? I gotta do a poll question. I'm sorry, been slacking on the polls. Which one of CMC's TDs was the most was was not not the most was most spectacular. All right, that's gonna be the question. All right, so I'm gonna put receiving, throwing. Or rushing. You gotta pick one. All right. There's no none of the above up here. All right. So you guys, you guys gotta pick one. I hope I spelled everything right. And if I didn't know where charge it to the charge it to Grammarly. <laughs> all right. 183 all-purpose yards. I had a really cool, interesting thing. So I'll just read it because I don't have time to sit there and, and upload it. But um, let me go ahead and get that up so that you can see it. This was really cool. Uh from Christian McCaffrey. Now, Greg Harvey, all right, Greg Harvey, not no relation to Steve Harvey. Greg Harvey put out that players uh, on Twitter, all right, his, his handle is at between the nums, all right, it says players in recorded NFL history to have one plus pass TD, one rush TD, and one receiving TD, and 140 yards from scrimmage. Plus, 140 plus yards. All right, here's the list of players. You ready? 2022 Christian McCaffrey, 49er. Round of applause. Christian McCaffrey. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's my dog. It's my dog. Oh, yeah. He's got that dog in him. All right. 2005. Somebody do the math. 2022. Just and to 2005, right? How many years difference is that? All right, you do the math. Listen, but the last person, his name was, uh, in 2005 was Ladanian Tomlinson. Now we all know he was a dog, former Los Angeles Charger. I think he played for the New York Football Jets at one point in his career. But LT is what we called him. No, we're not talking about, you know, Lawrence Taylor, Ladanian Tomlinson. Listen, this is, a, this, this is crazy. Like Christian McCaffrey, now that he's a 49er, he just may go as being I know it's early, but he might be one of the greatest 49er running backs of all time. No disrespect to Frank Gore or Roger Craig or Ricky Waters. Those are probably probably be like my top three. And I'm sure you guys are a little older out there and you you guys got some other running backs or whatever. But them them three right there are ones that stand out the most. Um but Christian McCaffrey, guess what? He's going to be a 49er for like another three years, too. He has time to do some freaking damage. All right, 17 years from Flow Right Plumbing Services. 17 years. I know you guys have been saying it earlier, but it's the one that I saw. So apologize if I didn't get to yours or pull yours up. Uh, 17 years. That's a long time. That's 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 like a, that's a young adult. That's a That's a young adult. That 17, that's a young adult. That means you had time to have a kid in 2005, and by 2022, they almost about to graduate from high school. That's crazy. That's crazy to think, all right? That's crazy to think. Now, make sure you guys are getting your votes on in the polls, all right? I want to know which touchdown was most. I should have said spooktacular, but I put spectacular. It is Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys are having uh, a good time. Let me ask you this question. Halloween question. Nothing to do with the 49ers. Your favorite Halloween candy. Not your favorite candy to eat, period. Your favorite Halloween candy. Because I feel like there's some special candies that you only could get on Halloween. 
So put your favorite Halloween candy in the chat. I'm going to go ahead and push, post that up in the chat. Now, again, the 49ers won 31 to 14. I My score prediction was off. I said 31 to 21. Uh, I believe our sister Tanya got it right. I'm not sure if it was on Mariah's uh, score prediction, but too bad you didn't put it on the Nitty Gritty Niners Facebook score prediction, or you would have won a, a really cool prize. We didn't have a winner. Um, on the Facebook channel. All right, we got Peanut. All right, so here we go. I asked for this, and we got it. Melissa says, Breezy, only three backs have done it before. I didn't even get to the rest of the list. I get sidetracked, but, I, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I don't even have – so that is correct, but I have different names on this list that he put. So David Patton was 2001. Uh, Harmon Wages was 1969. John Henry Johnson was 1960. And Frank Gifford was 1956. I think on his list, though, the running backs had to have 140-plus scrimmage yards. So that's why Walter Payton may not be on this particular list. So that's, that's you know, that's why, you know, whatever. But Walter Payton is another dope running back, man. We called him Sweetness. It was crazy. Uh, Ronnie Montoya says... Uh, it's crazy. CMC made history in two weeks. Niners history. Not only did he make Niners history, he made NFL history. You feel me? NFL history. Uh, okay, Breezy, put the coffee down. He's got a long way to go to be on the list. You think so? I mean, he just his second game. He's making history. Name any running back in the 49ers uniform of, of running backs that ever made history in their second game. That's another historical you know, milestone right there. Another historical milestone. All right, I asked you guys what were your favorite candy. I'm going to tell you guys, salted caramel M&Ms. I don't think I've ever had those, Paul. Uh, I'm, I like M&Ms with, with uh, nuts in it, Paul's. And so it used to be the peanut M&Ms, but man, if y'all ain't tried the, the, the almond M&Ms, y'all missing out. Y'all missing out. Uh, Sage says the Reese's. Is it Reese's Pieces? Reese's Pieces, I think that's how you say it. I call them Pieces. Reese's Pieces, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh, what else does Reese's make? I don't know, but be more, more specific. Ronnie says Dots. See, people like Dots. I feel like Dots is like a movie theater candy. Uh, Christy says the Kit Kats. Uh, West Coast says Peanut M&M's. All right. Um, Reese's Ghost, never heard of them, Joker. Never heard of them at all. Candy apples now candy apples i don't normally get for halloween um but i we do we did used to do like the bobbin for apples you ever uh, we used to have my mom used to throw really big halloween parties and we would have the bobbin for apples uh you know tubs and you have to it's like a little contest you had to get it out there with your teeth never knew how much COVID was going on bobbin for apples i'm sure that's something you can't do today but back in the day there was no COVID. anyway uh, candy apples is definitely something we, I would get from fairs and carnivals and things like that. White chocolate Reese's. Now that's different. I, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of that. Wow, Melissa. York peppermint patties. Brrr, I remember the commercial. <laughs> John V says Reese's eggs. Never heard of those. Uh, 49ers, uh, Lakers for life. T is good to see you. Reese's peanut butter cups. Like, all right, that's cool. Uh, mint chocolate. I didn't know they had mint chocolate. There's so many different types of M&Ms out there. I got more Kit Kats. We got peanut M&Ms. You know what I'm saying? Look, I, I got to make sure I, I, eat, I get the fun size joints. Because if I get the family size joint, I'll eat the whole bag. M&M's go down. Peachy, I'm telling you, the almond M&M's, they just hit on a different spot. We got the crunch bar. So it's good that you guys are still enjoying y'all childhood eating candy. None of us should be eating candy, period. Uh, but the way our teeth and the way our sugar is set up, we probably should let go of the candy. But Halloween's for the kids. They can enjoy the candy. Guys, make sure you're expecting their candy. I'm going to get to yours, Ronnie Montoya, but I want to see this. Them strawberry candies with the gummy-ish. Yes! The ones that grandmas used to have in their purses when you went to church. Absolutely. Them and the butterscotches. I hated the peppermints, but the butterscotches and them strawberry joints, perfect. Popcorn balls. Don't act like y'all ain't used to eat popcorn balls, guys. Popcorn balls used to go down. Let's just keep it 1,100%. All right? All right, man. So, um... It says, I need to turn my ass around and in the checkout line. Wayne, you need to turn your ass around. What did I do? I didn't get to the checkout line. I don't even know what he's talking about. Uh, oh, he's talking about the, the candy? I don't know. Uh, Chris Smith, 100 grand. I don't think I've ever had 100 grand. 
Is it like a peanut butter thing? I don't know. J Dog says almond joy. Uh, is it because it has nuts and mounds don't? Just asking. Just asking. There probably won't be any Rams fans on this episode uh, due to the uh, the death of the Rams, right? Because they got beat. You see the score down there? 31-14, right? Now, we're going to definitely talk about this on the Nitty Gritty Show tonight. There's three shows today, guys. I'm going to be doing a special show around 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, with my man, uh, Jay. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna break down some stuff, some salary cap stuff and things like that. So I'll make sure I get that out there so you guys can check that out. But we're going to have a good time uh, around 3 p.m. And I'll make sure that you guys, uh, you know, make sure you guys tune in. Make sure your alerts are set to on as well. All right, because we're going to be getting that on and popping, and you don't want to miss out on Jason Hurley. He's going to be a really cool guest, uh, and it's going to be his first time here on the Wayne Breezy Show. It's going to be really good to have him. So it's going to be two Wayne Breezy shows in one day. It's going to be crazy, right? I'm going to get his take on the game, and I want to know how the 49ers are going to be ready for the future, which means tomorrow, okay? So that's what it is. Uh, John says, Wayne, the candy is always right in the ch- – yo, they try to they – try to, uh, they try to get you. They trying to give us the diabetes, but it's all good, man. We, we going to beat it. You feel me? We going to beat it. All right. Let's talk about some stuff from this particular game. Uh, if we Let's go back to the first half of the game. When you're thinking about this game, like you go back to the first half. Like what were some of your thoughts? Um, the 49ers look slow. They look stagnant. They look like the regular 49ers to me. Uh, when I was watching them, I felt like they didn't, they weren't in a rhythm. They couldn't figure things out. And then they started to pick stuff up. All right. They started to pick stuff up a few field goals. And and if you ask yourself, what was one of the main differences uh, for the 49ers as a whole, from the offensive side, they went from getting field goals to getting touchdowns. I think, I think that was the main difference. You know what I'm saying? I think in my opinion, they went from field goals. They punted on their first drive, right? 49ers punted on their first drive. All right. On the second drive, they got a touchdown. Okay, so they scored on a touchdown. That was the the Brandon I uh Brandon I you catch from Christian McCaffrey. And let's stop right there, right? Let's stop on that particular throw. Now, Christian McCaffrey on that throw. I predicted that there was going to be a touchdown throw. The only thing is, I did my show before Debo Samuel was ruled out. So you already knew that I was predicting Debo Samuel. Okay, Debo Samuel was going to throw another touchdown pass. Why? Because if you go back to week 18, let's talk about week 18, because at the half, the 49ers were trailing 17 to three. They just couldn't figure it out. Right. They went into halftime. They came out. Kyle hit him with the trickery. Sometimes you just got to use trickery just to, like, push people back. A little bit. I felt like the trickery was what got the 49ers even back into this game because it just was a weird back and forth fish type thing, right? It was super weird. Defense couldn't stop the, the Rams offense. They were doing a bunch of screens in the first half. Yes, Tommy. Screens were crazy, right? And this was allowing the Rams to set up their offense. And this was negating. Hey, I keep trying to tell everybody in the league, if you want to negate the pass rush, you throw a mother freaking screen. How many times I got to at y'all about that? You got to throw the screens. Screens would do it. Well, guess what? The Rams were doing exactly that to the 49ers defense, and they couldn't even get a pass rush. They couldn't even do a pass rush. They were screening the heck out of this D. pause that's what they were doing and then and then what happened in the second half is what kind of like changed um for that so tommy you're right the screens were killing um the 49ers uh but the 49ers figured out a way to adjust to it they and i don't even think that they adjusted to screens how about this hot take i don't think they adjusted to screens i think they were going they eliminated the screen game they started on first down. They started stopping the run better, and they start they 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 started to make sure that Matthew Stafford didn't have third and fours. And I think that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? I think that's exactly what it was. You know how I am. I'm not saying the word for real because I just don't give a f- at this point. But that's what they did. Fear to God is in the building. What's going on? Why did I just get here? And that's the first thing you say. Because I knew you were on your way into the chat and, you know, I had to. Yeah, that's that's what goes down. So, uh, look, the screens were crazy. 
uh, that would have been like one one of my takeaways from this. I'm like, yo, the 49ers couldn't figure out how to plug the hole, and the Rams were just kind of like having their way underneath. Now, I do. What, what did Cooper? I'm just Cooper Cutch had a touch. Cooper Cup had a touchdown. Okay, guys, but check this out. Cooper Cup had a touchdown, but they kept him to 79 yards. Let's talk about this defense because uh, you know. I know we're going to talk about CMC and we're going to get back to his first touchdown to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the defense really quickly. Defense did what they were supposed to do. We're talking about a defense that's been depleted. They lost one of their best cornerbacks. Maybe if their best cornerback in the manual, mostly he's out for the season. Uh, uh, Mooney, Mooney went out of this game a little bit. Uh, Ambry Thomas had to come in. It, it was, it was weird. Right, they picked on Ambry. Ambry gets the holding call in the end zone, and then Mooney comes back, and then Mooney gets a holding call in the end zone, and that's how the Rams even got their second TD. Let's just keep it a buck. But the defense adjusted. The defense only gave up 14 points. Y'all gotta still put some respect on the D. I think the 49ers defense should be ranked pretty much damn near top of the list. They, I mean, listen, the Rams were ranked three. The 49ers were ranked four. I feel like the 49ers should be ranked two. Like, they should just bump up easily. The defense is back. Now, if the defense is doing this, okay, if the defense is doing this without all their main people out there, right? You got Jimmy Ward playing in the slot. You got, you just got, you know, it's just different, right? That's a good sign for the 49ers because they're going to be getting back some starters. That means that the reserve players are going to eventually be better, right? And then they're getting back some starters that you already know that's going to be better. So this is good news for the 49ers. Really good news for the 49ers, all right? All right, now let's get back to this touchdown. So Christian McCaffrey, it's the, it's the, it's the halfback toss touchdown throw, you know? Last year, we saw Debo Samuel in the same position, right? Last year, that's what we saw, all right, in that same position, and it was to him. And he threw the touchdown to who? Jawan Jennings. Now, we talked about that, I believe, on a pregame show, all right? I don't know if Cooper Cup is fully uh, injured, but he did get injured. He did get dinged up in this game. Either way, he only had 79 yards and a touchdown. Um, and that touchdown was on Oren Burks. Uh, I just didn't understand. I think they caught the 49ers in a bad um, – they just caught the 49ers in the wrong personnel package. I really do. I, I really do. I, I really do. Um, Melissa, I'm holding on to that thought. I'm going to try to make sure I don't leave it. I started it. So I'm going to come back to that. Um, Kenny says, I told you not to be worried about. Did Van Jefferson even play? I, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see him on the field. Allen Robinson was having his way a little bit. Allen Robinson had some pretty decent. Uh, look. Allen Robinson had, oh my gosh, Allen Robinson didn't do anything in the receiving game. He had seven targets. Oh, he had 54 yards. He had 54 yards. Cup and Robinson's long was 23 yards. Cup is the one that with, with the TD. Van Jefferson's not even on the stat sheets. I'm not even sure he played, Kenny, so you're right. You didn't have to worry about him. I thought that they would use them. I thought they would have used them a little bit more to open up the, the pass game down the field. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it is what it is. Uh, Trey Lance, next great 49ers crew is his facts. Burks is an upgrade. We was he wasn't an upgrade on that coverage, but I mean <laughs> that was him on cup. I and I and he just he just wasn't there at the right time, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what it was because you saw the cup touchdown, he's still running to the ball, whatever, whatever. Um Paul says that Van Jefferson got a catch. I'm looking at PFF stats, and unless I can read, he has zero catches. Uh, I have Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Ronnie Rivers, Darrell Henderson, Tyler Higby, and Ben Skornick. Those were the ones that got catches. Now, I could be wrong. Now, for the 49ers receiving, man, they were spreading that ball out. All right? Brandon Ayuk leading the receivers. Guys, Brandon Ayuk was, had six targets. Ask me how many catches he caught. He had zero drops, zero drops, six for six for Ayuk, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. That man said, I'm stepping up. He said, I'm stepping up. Ayuk stepped up. He had a TD, okay? He had 81 yards. Kittle, 
five targets, three receptions, 39 yards, and a TD. All right. This this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. Ross Dwelly. Ross Dwelly had the biggest catch of the day. One catch for 56 yards. Y'all can argue me to y'all blue in the face. If you throw the ball to Ross Dwelly, he's coming down with the ball some way, somehow. It's just got to be in his vicinity. He doesn't have a big catch radius. He just needs to be able to get his hands on the ball. Somehow he makes the catch. That was a wide open throw. Shout out to Jimmy Garoppolo for seeing that. He, he, he located it. He noticed it. He threw it. Slightly underthrown, right? Slightly underthrown, okay? I, I got to keep it a buck. The ball was underthrown. And I think because Dwelly had to stop to get it, it broke his momentum in stride. You ever see a runner and they're running and they're running and they look there in full speed and they run, and then they got to stop. And I, I just don't think that Dwelly has acceleration in his run game. But once he gets going, he's gone. Now, this is not a shot at Jimmy. I know a lot of people are going to be like, damn, Brazy, you always shooting at you. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, ball slightly on the throne. Had the ball not been slightly on the throne, that's a possible six. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's all good. But look, Ross Dwelly, great catch. Uh, wasn't a touchdown. Thought it was going to be a touchdown. And there was no way he was outrunning ADB. Just wasn't going to happen. Just wasn't going to happen. A couple of other bright spots from the game yesterday. Guys. Y'all been talking trash, and I'm talking to y'all that's watching. Y'all been talking, y'all been talking about my man Fred Warner all year, and rightfully so. He heard y'all, and he put on a tackling clinic. Matter of fact, Fred Warner called the ambulance. Right, right, got the ambulance. Look, that sack by Fred Warner on that linebacker blitz was so pretty. Perfectly timed, dialed up by D'Amico Ryans. And I'm not saying perfectly timed because Fred Warner got home. I'm just saying it was perfectly timed to blitz because we weren't really doing it. And it threw him off guard. And Fred comes with that stunt, delay blitz up the middle. And there was nothing, nothing the Rams could do to stop it. Nothing. That blitz right there was the tone setter on the D. And that's when I knew the defense was back. That's when I knew the defense was back. Now, Nick Bosa got in and get, got in on there, but that ambulance, I, you didn't hear the ambulance come? Yeah, that ambulance was out. That boy put him on his backside. Shout out to Fred Warner. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. You're an all-pro. Remember that. And keep playing the way you're playing. Listen, if you want to know why, okay, so here we go. This is my cousin, Cass Brown. If you want to know why he struggles, though, bro, it's simply because of the defensive line. Now, now I know you know football, cuz if the defensive line is getting pushed back off the block by the offensive line, if they're not able to soak up them offensive linemen, Fred Warner can't fill his gaps properly. We play in a wide zone, right? So a wide nine, too. So when you see that wide nine, there's a bunch of space. And that's what that's what's been happening. But I think Ridgeway played a great game. All right. I think them interior guys, Kerry Hyder had a great game. Like they just the defensive line played so much better. And I think it was because they didn't have to deal with a bunch of running backs trying to get to the outside. They didn't have a Cam Akers. They they were using Darrell Henderson. They were trying to run up the middle. They were ready for all those fake reverses. The stuff they got beat with McCole Harmon and the Kansas City Chiefs, you ain't see none of that. You ain't see any of it. You didn't see any of it. The defense was on one yesterday, and they were led by that man right there, Fred Warner. And you're right. we got to hold him accountable. He's got to do it every week. Uh, I just think there's a little context to it, to why he slacks. I feel like he's out there balling with 100-level energy all the, stink, the stinking time. Kenneth, you know football, fam. The D-line's job is to keep the linebackers clean. Everybody know that. Like, like that's their job. When the defensive – this is why – this is why – Eric Armstead, Eric Armstead, excuse me, and Javon Kinlaw have been such a miss. And maybe, maybe, maybe coming back off this bye, they'll be back. If not, we got some good juju going into this, uh, into that San Diego, I mean, excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers week. Because they played really good. Uh, hey, hey, I don't care about their drops, but it was massive because that he had space and the final frontier in front of him. He had space in the final frontier. So if you go back and watch that game, JM617 is 100% correct. That drop was massive uh, because he had space in the final frontier. I mean, he could have beamed him, beamed him own self up into the end zone after that. There was nobody there. Nobody. 
but guys, these are a lot of bright spots um, going forward as we get prepared for this bye week. Now, we're going to be doing content uh, here on the channel like all week long. Peachy and I, we're going to have our own show. I'm going to kick off some basketball talk, so guys, get ready for that, uh, all right? Uh, if you're a basketball fan and whatnot, get ready for that. Um, but let's get to the bright spot of today's show. Uh, and this is going to be the, the segment of today's show. We got to talk about CMC. We mentioned him earlier, and I want to get back to that touchdown pass. The touchdown pass helped set the tone for the offense. And I don't think a lot of us realize, like, that is what we needed to do to awaken the Giant. Now, the offense for the 49ers have been sleeping all season long. Brandon Ayuk. Last week came out and said, I believe to Jennifer Lee Chan, like, I'm frustrated. I don't understand. We have all this talent and we can't freaking score. Like, I don't get it. Why are we not scoring touchdowns, right? And so Jimmy Garoppolo, I got to give the man credit for charging himself and this offense to be better, right? He said it in his presser last week, you know, got to score touchdowns. Got to score touchdowns, right? And and I like that. I like that coming from Jimmy. It's time that Jimmy does what he does. It's time for him to be that leader. I want to see him be that leader. He might not wear the C on his chest, but I think he's going to get these guys to play for him, play for the team, do whatever it is they need to do because now they're back to business. I think that's going to be my title coming out of the bye. Back to business, right? Because that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to get back to business by winning this game, by winning, by, by beating the Rams, right? By like by sweeping the, the, the NFL champions of the world, Craig. They swept them. They're gone. Get the brooms out. Get them out. It's a sweep sweep. You know what I'm saying? By sweeping them, you no longer have to worry about the Rams. And we don't play them again. And they probably aren't even going to the playoffs. But if they do, you'll see them again. They'll probably be us from last year. We got to be them from last year. So we got to make sure we on our P's and Q's and go out and try our best to win every single game. And I think the 49ers can figure out how to do that. You know what I'm saying? But let's get back to CMC because he was doing exactly this, CJ Gray, wearing that number 23. I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't think CMC should change the number. Jordan was the greatest athlete of all time to play any sport. I think Michael Jordan was the guy. He was the GOAT of every sport. If you ask, you put, you pick sports and you put Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan had a cartoon called Pro Stars. And he was the, I mean, I had Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky. Maybe Wayne Gretzky's up there too, but you don't hear much about Wayne Gretzky. You still hear about Michael Jordan. No matter what it is, it's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. Then it's Jerry Rice to me. So it's Michael Jordan and Jerry Rice. It's like it's like that for me, right? Michael Jordan was the greatest person to ever wear the number 23. I just watched Christian McCaffrey be great in one game. He was good in the first game. You could tell he was limited. If you guys don't read my articles, fine. But I need you to read the one article that comes out every Saturday. It's called Keys to Victory. It's the ways that I feel like the 49ers can win. My number one key. First thing, utilize Christian McCaffrey. I don't give how you define utilize. You make sure that that man touches the ball. Now, there was an argument going on. Shout out to Cinnamon Kiss. There was an argument going on, right? Kyle Shanahan, he was yelling at Anthony Lynn. Don't know what was said. I don't know. I think Anthony was trying to sub in Jeff Wilson, and Kyle's like, no. Right? Now, I'm glad that we did because no one's giving Jeff Wilson Jr. credit. Jeff Wilson Jr. came in the game and had, like, a big run right, right off the bat. And then a, then a catch. Like, right, like, he came in. And then the offense got going again. We can't. We're coming back after the half. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't great. We went three and out after the half. Let me remind you how bad the after the half drive was. Give me a second, guys. Let me remind you how bad the after the half. So we talk about. We talk about the beginning of the third quarter, right? So I got it right here. I'm gonna remind you how bad coming out of that half was because it was bad. Like Michael Jackson bad. All right, here we go. First drive, right? Um. Christian McCaffrey rushed for 25 yards uh, third quarter. Uh, McCaffrey up the middle, 25-yard game, right? Rushed for one TD. Boom. San Francisco had to call a timeout. It was second and nine on the LA 40, uh, 49, all right? 13-38 uh, mark in the third quarter. Incomplete pass. Jimmy Garoppolo was trying to get it to George Kittle, all right? Then he gets sacked. Then we punted the ball. 
then the defense showed up. Like that's like I like the moment that the the moment that the defense showed up after the 49ers got the ball at halftime, went three and out, the defense said, bump that, yo. We got to do something. Now, I predicted that the defense was going to get uh, a, a turnover or whatnot. They didn't. But what they did was they got them to uh, turn over the ball on down. Like, they forced them to punt, excuse me. Right? So they forced them to punt. And that was a big thing for the defense, right? Because the defense felt like they couldn't stop anything. After that, the 49ers were just in lock. They were just they were just in sync. Why? Because Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo throws that touchdown pass to Christian McCaffrey. It was a nine-yard touchdown. It was a throw. Uh, we got to talk about that one next because we talked about his throw to a wide-open Brandon Ayuk. Now let's talk about his catch from Jimmy Garoppolo because the catch was amazing, right? The catch was amazing. The throw was all right. But the scramble by Jimmy was amazing. Jimmy got outside the pocket. I thought he was going to get sacked. He's like, nah, son, I'm not getting sacked on this play. I'm going to make a play. Jimmy stepped to the right. Boom. Got some wide open vision. Boom. Throws the ball a little deeper to the end zone. Matter of fact, it was so deep in the end zone, George Kittle might have had a play on the ball. But Christian McCaffrey says, I see you, kiddo, but you don't see me. Snatch, snatch, touchdown. That's exactly how it went down. Shout out to Jimmy. He gets my shouts outs. But gosh, dang it, Christian McCaffrey catches that pass. I'm telling you, that wasn't to him. It was there. He just went up and grabbed it. He reached up and grabbed his blessing that God had for him, and it was that touchdown. That was his second touchdown. We didn't even get to the rush yet. I'm, I'm telling you, Christian McCaffrey was on one. He was on one. There's something that I love about Christian McCaffrey, uh, and we'll save it for the very end of this episode, because uh, he spoke at his presser, and there was one thing that stood out to me. He said a lot of stuff, but there was one thing that stood out to me. And shout out to everybody that's watching the show right now. See, we got almost 100 people in here. We're getting back to our numbers. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love. We got 100 people in here. Shout out to everybody that's watching on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. We love you. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. And if you're watching on YouTube, join the poll question. We got to get to that at the end of the show. Okay? Listen, here we go. Bam. So we finished that touchdown. Christian McCaffrey did his thing. He caught that pass. The 49ers offense looked like they were going to be unfreaking stoppable because after that, the offense kept making plays after plays after plays to where they even scored again. And then Christian McCaffrey gets a rushing touchdown. And that's when he gets to what uh, they call the, we call the triple crown, right? That trifecta, the three stooges, the three amigos, three the hard way, the three kings, anything with the number three in it. That's what Christian McCaffrey did on Sunday. That dude was all over the field and he was utilized. I promise you, if Kyle Shanahan just reads my keys, we'll win every game. I can promise that. We'll win every game. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, we'll win every game. The biggest bright side to the second half with Christian McCaffrey doing his thing was the fact that the offensive line, the wide receivers, the tight ends, just the whole damn offense received zero penalties in the second half. Talk about huge adjustment. There it is right there. Because I believe in the first half, the reason why the offense was stagnant was because of penalties. They figured it out. That's also in my keys to victory. Christian McCaffrey was the best player on the field. That's why I didn't do a player of the game. You know, you might have a unsung hero of the game. Let's do that for today. Who is your unsung hero for the game? All right. Whoever your unsung hero for the game is, make sure you guys go ahead and type that in the chat. But Christian McCaffrey was the best player on the field at all times. They had to make sure they found a way to utilize him. Kyle Shanahan did just that. Shout out to Anthony Lynn because he won't get any props or any credit, but he is our running backs coordinator. And he did exactly what we were supposed to do with Christian McCaffrey. Shout out to, um, you know, just a, just a team in general. And, and while you guys are getting your unsung heroes, here we go. They're coming in. I like this. All right. So West Coast King says Burks. We got double up on Burks from Melissa. Uh, Jerome says Shanahan was the unsung hero in here and i love it all right i love it a lot uh uh wally llama says aaron banks probably the best offensive lineman the 49ers have right now he's playing the best football sorry it just it just is what it is don't be mad 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, Crazy Juice says Ayuk. Ayuk was was good. He, I don't know if he was an unsung hero though. He he did what he was supposed to do. I'm thinking of an unsung hero. You guys are never gonna guess who my unsung hero is. So this is gonna be funny. And when I tell it to you, it's gonna be a mic drop. All right. Uh, Chiron says Dwelly. Yes, that catch kept caught this. It kept the 49ers alive. Kerry Hyder. So Melissa got two. I, I see you, Izzy. I see you, Izzy. Eddie G. Jimmy G. I see what you're doing. Shades, Ross, the boss, the boss. I like that. Uh, Irvin says, besides CMC, I'm giving credit to Jimmy G. So we're talking unsung hero. You're giving credit to Jimmy G as your unsung hero. That's fair. John, uh, another Jimmy G unsung hero. All right. And I said no one was going to guess who my unsung hero was. So I'm going to go ahead and put the person that probably knows me like he's my brother. Like we were born from the same mom and dad because he just knows exactly what I'm thinking. Shout out to my brother, Kenny, because Kenny is right. Ray, Ray McLeod. Now, I know he dropped that pass. I understand that. A lot of you saying it was underthrown by Jimmy Garoppolo. You're correct. A lot of you saying he released the ball late. You're correct. But my theory on that one particular play is Ray Ray, you were waiting for the ball to fall into your hands. You jumped and waited for it to still drop. How about you jump and just put your damn hands up, son? That's it. That's all you got to do. Put your hands up. Nine times out of ten, you're going to throw a flag. You're going to get a flag. You're going to get the flag. It's two on you. You're going to get the call. That would have been a call of P.I. in the end zone, and we probably would have scored on that drive. I'm just saying. Got to put the hands up. Kenny, Ray Ray, the fumble from CMC. CMC had a positive rush, guys, and the ball popped out. He got hit really hard. I think it was by Bobby Wagner, if I'm not mistaken. Ball pops out, and it falls into Ray Ray. Like, he literally caught the fumble. I don't know if he gets credit for a catch after the catch, after the run, or what. But literally, that's what happened. Miss Debbie says, Brennan Ayuk. All right. <laughs> Tommy has a question. Is CMC the new lambs as the lambs new daddy? Uh, I don't know, but he might be their uncle for sure. For sure. 49er Jeff says well, his unsung hero was uh um Brandon Ayuk. I love it. Paul, another Ray Ray sighting. We got uh Aaron Banks from Kali. Stephanie says Jimmy G. Listen, you ain't getting no dis look. Jimmy has some some bad throws in this game, but he has some spectacular throws. The fact that he went 24 for 25 and only missed four passes is ridiculous. That's that's the Jimmy Garoppolo we want every week. Don't put every see in order for the 49ers to win these games. Just don't put it all on Jimmy. Don't have him. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to probably play football. Right. Some of you going to argue and say it was Joe Montana, but Tom Brady is probably the greatest quarterback to ever play. He's still playing right now. Tom Brady is asked to drop back to throw 40-plus times. Guess what's going on with Tampa? They're losing. What does that mean? It's not a passing league anymore. It's just not. It's quarterbacks that have to have certain types of skill sets that can still pass, that can still do this, that can still do that. Tom can only pass. Defenses play pass. They take away the run. You take away the run, Tom has nobody to pass through. What made New England so great was they... Ran screens. Why is Tampa not running screens? I don't know. They might not have the personnel. But I tell you what, Jimmy's strengths are throwing short. I want Kyle Shanahan to continue to capitalize on Jimmy's strengths. That does not mean I don't want him throwing the ball down the field. That's not what I'm saying. I like the fact that Jimmy is taking shots down the field. It's loosening up the D. Yes, I said it. It's loosening up. But, but. We got to stick to the game plan. Allow Jimmy to throw short. Allow us to run the ball. Keep doing what we're doing. John V says, Breezy, Greg Papa gave you a dope soundbite after CMC's tutty. Does anybody, did you get the soundbite? Can you get it and send it to me, bro? I don't have it. I, I, if you can get it for me, send it to me, email. All right. Uh, that would be excellent. Excellent. All right. Um, look, CMC did exactly what he was asked to do. And he did it greater than what we a lot of people expected. All right. Uh, shout out to everybody that did your unsung heroes. Round of applause to you guys out there. Um, I appreciate you for just participating and being engaged. If I'm doing, if there, if you guys want me to engage more in a different way, shoot me an email. All right. I will, you know, I'm open to suggestions. I'm all about engagement and keeping you guys, your attention span going and things like that. But we got to get to what we got to get to. And there's a couple of clips that I want us to watch, all right? Now, here's the 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 clip after the game from CMC. I'm hoping everything plays well or, or whatnot. But here's the clip after the game from CMC. Well, Christian McCaffrey, welcome to the rivalry. Before we get to your 
big day. Let me ask you first about the second half. What happened to you guys? What was the difference there? Um, you know, we came in the locker room and everybody just had a lot of poise, um, dialed up some adjustments, and you know, the O-line did great, Jimmy did great, receivers did great blocking and making plays downfield, and tight ends did their job, and um, you know, just finished out the game well. Debo Samuel behind you, giving you all the props, and, and you did as well. Can we talk about your hat trick? Throwing for a touchdown, caught a touchdown, ran for a touchdown. Greg Olson, by the way, said your arm looked a tad rusty. You can talk to him about that later. What was your favorite? Oh, they were all fun. Anytime you get in the end zone, it's fun. But, you know, I'm just so proud to be here, be a part of this team, and, um, you know, get a win going into the bye week. You mentioned this week you know what the team gave up to get you here. You impressed a lot of your teammates even making that effort last week. How much pressure did you put on yourself in this game, especially with Samuel out today? I just think, I, you know, just wanted to beat me. You know, I mean, this, this, this room is filled with so many great players who feed off of each other. And, uh, you know, my job is not to do anything other than be myself. And um, it's just a credit to them. They welcomed me into the locker room with open arms. And I'm just so thankful to be here. Yeah, they're very happy to have you. Any words for Olsen about your arm? He's just mad I didn't throw it to him. Hey, that's good. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Listen, CMC is fitting just well with the 49ers organization. Uh, when you win a game, he's out there having fun. That was a great interview. CMC looks good. He played well. He's doing exactly what the 49ers need him to do. Here's the cool thing about CMC, though. As much of a weapon as he is, like, we still have room to grow. And CMC knows that. And at the presser, right, at his presser, there was one thing that stood out to me the most. All right. Now you saw him say it was great to get the uh, the win before the bye week. You know, it just puts you up on another another level. It makes you feel good. You go you go into a break like, yeah, man, we win. But you're not finished because you're you're about to go back to business. Get back to business, right? Check out this last clip from CMC at his presser, and we'll talk about. No, I don't think anyone ever has a perfect game. You know, I think anytime you check the tape, you know, regardless of the statistics, there's always a couple plays here or there where uh, you're kind of beating yourself up about. So I'm sure that'll happen again this week but that's the beauty of football is there's always opportunities to get better that dude says can't nobody have a perfect game this dude just threw for a touchdown rushed for a touchdown and and um, and received the touchdown he caught a touchdown pass from jimmy garoppolo right he was he had 94 yards on the ground uh what was his yardage in the air whatever it was he had a lot of it he had enough of it, right? He was a factor. He was an X factor in this game. No pun intended. Lined up in the slot as well. X factor, 100%, right? No, but my point is, there's still ways to get better. He still feels like he has ways to get better. That was probably one of the best performances that we've ever seen from a 49 running back in a long time. We're used to seeing that from Debo Samuel. You understand what I'm saying? The league is used to seeing that from Debo Samuel. Here's the kicker. We're going to get to this poll question. I'm ending the poll right now, too, by the way. We got 110 votes. I got to my 100 number. You know I like the number 100. I'm so proud. We're going to end the poll question right here. Here's the kicker, though. Debo Samuel's coming back. Teams already can't game plan for CMC because he's too dangerous. He's a running back that does what wide receivers do. Is different, a little different when it's a wide receiver that can do what running backs do. Wide receivers aren't built to take hits like running backs. But this kid is different. And here's the difference between Debo Samuel and CMC. The good news is we have them both. The better news is Debo Samuel, when he catches the ball, he's looking to enforce his will. He's looking to let you know he's the punisher. He's the enforcer. That's Debo's mindset. He's the bully. Christian McCaffrey, though, on the other hand, not saying he's not he's not the bully. He bullies it in a different way. He makes you look silly. So when you come at him, when you're trying to get him, he just hits you with a sidestep and you miss. It's like a, a, a basketball player with a crossover. And that's Christian McCaffrey. So now 49ers are going to have two of those guys, along with George Kittle, along with Kyle Juszczyk, along with Brandon Ayuk, and Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers offense is on its way to something great. We have eight games left, guys. Eight games. Be ready. Get ready. It's about to go down. Let's get to this poll question. The poll question is, which one of his TDs was the most spectacular? Which one? All right. 
65% of you voting said the receiving TD. All right. 29% of you said throw. And then only 5% of you said the rush. And I get it. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? I get it 100%. Now, some people forgot to mention this one player. Now, I, I, you know what? There was one player in this game that I felt like just goes unnoticed all the time. All the time. He goes unnoticed. And it could be because he doesn't play. He's a defender, but he doesn't get a lot of defensive snaps anymore. And he plays merely on special teams. But, man, listen, I don't know what Samuel Womack has to do to get back to where we saw him in the in the preseason. You know, I don't know. I don't know what he has to do. But keep trending upward. Um, you know what I'm saying? Keep trending upward. Uh, things are going to get right for you. It's just a timing thing for Samuel Womack. But here's what Samuel Womack is doing. Every time he goes out there on the field, he makes a play. <laughs> Whether it's a forced fumble, a big hit, or whatever. It's just like when he when he has to do too much, that's when he starts getting in his head. When he has one assignment, and one assignment only, he's a great football player. The 49ers need to figure out a way to simplify the game for him because it hasn't slowed down for him yet, starting as a cornerback. That's the issue. It hasn't slowed down for him yet. You see Hufunga struggling right now, right now. It, it, it's just different. It'll come. Samuel Womack, keep doing what you're doing. Keep rising. All right. Keep rising out there. You're doing, you're doing great. I just want you to know. Uh, Trey Thurl asks, uh, we do a little QA session. We got four minutes. So put your questions in the chat. All right. And I'll go ahead and start them. Put your questions in the chat. Did Drake play yesterday? Drake uh, had 21 snaps yesterday. All right, so he he, he definitely played yesterday. Uh, Drake Jackson had 21 snaps. He had a tackle. It was a solo tackle, all right? Uh, and, and that was his contribution to the 49ers on yesterday. Ghost says, so receivers need the ball placement to be perfect now. I, I don't think I've ever said that. Um, No, because I'm getting on Ray Ray, Ray, Ray McLeod for not going up to get that pass. You know, I, I felt like Ray Ray should have went up to try to go grab the ball. You know, that's, that's what I would have did. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. All right. Uh, Melissa says, uh, Breezy, you're going to go peachy on the people who called George Kittle a decline bus must trade. Uh, and the CMC was a mistake. Whoever wanted to trade George Kittle, you deserve a break from the 49ers. They take this week off, go reflect, go reevaluate. I'm not going to go peachy on you. I, I don't know how to go peachy. Peachy Only peachy knows how to go peachy. If she was here, she would probably go peachy. But guys, take a break. Understand what's going on. George Kittle was coming off an injury, and they had to get him back. They had to get him reacclimated to football. I think George Kittle going into this bye. And you heard Kittle say this. Kittle said this. It kind of sucks we're going into the bye week because we're just hitting our stride. Bam, drop the mic. Kittle's ready. Y'all better get ready. 85 is here to stay, all right? And I'm going to talk to Jason Hurley about that at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're going to try to figure out how the 49 is going to make this stuff happen because we ain't got no money, dog. We ain't got no money. West Coast says, Breezy, perhaps a throwback Thursday show. Discuss great Niners games from the past. This is what you're here for. I tell you what. Could you email that to me or DM it to me or something? Because you know Breezy's going to forget it. I would love to do a throwback show. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Ronnie Montoya says, Breezy, what's more dangerous? CMC Debo, CMC Mitchell. I think now Debo can focus on... No. Here's the thing. Debo just needs to focus on playing football. I don't think Debo needs to focus on playing wide receiver or anything. Debo is... I love CMC. Debo is the 49ers' greatest weapon. Make that clear. The greatest weapon. I've not watched CMC take a one-yard pass and go 79 yards. I have not. I don't think that'll ever happen. CMC is great, but Debo is the most feared weapon. That means teams are going to target Debo and try to eliminate him, just like Cooper Cup is that weapon to the Rams. That's what Debo is. Debo is on a whole nother level. 
They're both all pros, but they're all pros for different reasons. Debo's an all pro because he's a weapon. CMC's an all pro because he's a running back weapon. Like, it's different, you know? You can utilize him and mismatch him in the slot. But I watched Debo take a pass from one yard, one, one yard, and make 11 people miss and make his own people miss. That's scary. That lets you know that Debo's different. Debo just got to get healthy, and they got to get him the ball so he can create. Debo creates his own space. I don't know if you guys are noticing that. This year he has to create his own space. J.C. Montana says he took a few steps back from last year. Um, I don't think he took a few steps back from last year. I don't see how he's taken uh, a few steps back from last year. I don't see it. Uh, Debo Samuel single-handedly help us win the game. Right. So I don't I don't see how he's taking steps back from last year. I think the offense has taken a step back from last year. I think as far as running the ball, J.C. Montana, it's just not happening because the moment you see Debo line up in the backfield, guess what? Defense is zero in on it and they know what to do. We got to just get back there and stop Debo. And remember, it's not like it's a pass protection play where the offensive line is dropping back to pass. Now they're trying to get out and get in front to create the blocks, which is leaving those defenders freely to come into the backfield. So Debo gets cracked in the back all the single time. All the single time. So I don't think he took a few steps back. I just think that they're game planning him a little bit differently. But if that's how you feel, 100% I understand. Totally. And this is what I, I, I'm hoping, 49er Jeff, this is what I was trying to explain. They, they, they're they just focused. They're zeroed in on Debo. CMC is going to help relieve that. And that's why Kyle Shanahan helped make that move. There was He could have traded for Alvin Kamara. He could have traded for anybody. There was a bunch of running backs we could have got. None of us even thought we were going to get a running back. Except for me, I thought that when I heard that CMC was available, I said that, then that that's the Kyle Shanahan guy. I said it. Uh, but now, uh, Ronnie Montoya, I see your thing. He says, my bad, Breeze. I meant Debo CMC in the backfield. Here's the thing. They're, they're going to be equally dangerous. So I'm going to go back to your original question. They're going to be equally dangerous. Why? Because every every one of these pieces are movable. What's the piece on the chess? They're queens. They're queens on the chessboard. Not calling them queens, but they're queens on the chessboard. Queens can do what in chess? Tell me what queens can do, guys. Queens can move every way they move like all the other pieces i don't know if they can fly like rooks but i believe they can fly like the rooks i think they can move they can move in l's they can fly they can go up they can go back they can attack diagonally and they protect the king king ain't good without the queen let the queen get taken king is dead the 49ers have queens at that running back spot because you can put Debo and cmc in the backfield and you can still have Elijah Mitchell out there. That's 31 personnel right there because I'm assuming you're going to keep George Kittle out there and you're going to have a wide receiver, which is going to be, uh, what you call it? So it's still, it's not even 31. It's still 20, 21, right? It's still 21. It's two running backs, right? It's 21 personnel. That's their favorite personnel too, by the way. Just want y'all to remember, 21 personnel, two running backs, one tight end, two wide receivers. Now you get Juwan Jennings out there in a blocking game with Brandon Ayuk in the blocking game. You got three receivers on the field, Debo Samuels in the backfield, then you line up Elijah Mitchell outside. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? What is the defense going to do? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. You got dang right I play chess. I got to actually teach Romo how to play chess. He's been asking. He's five years old. I think this is time. It's time for him. So, John, I, I bro, I, I, I appreciate you. I've been wanting to talk about the pony formation for a long time, and it just keeps slipping my mind, and then you bring it back. So, guys, if you don't understand what the pony is, is when they have these running backs in the backfield, like they have three guys back there. They can they, they can literally do whatever it is that they want. Kyle Shanahan wants to dictate and set the tone on offense, and the key to doing that, he gave us a taste of it. Now, imagine what we're going to be like when we get Elijah Mitchell back and we didn't even mention Kyle Juszczyk. Listen, the 49ers are in good shape. Guys, it's a bye week. I'm doing a show every day. I'm doing some. I'm doing more than one show a day on some days. Uh, just to give you a quick uh, cap to the week. Nitty gritty, uh, we got another Wayne Breezy show. It's a special episode. It's going to be with Jason Hurley. Um, all right. 
for 49erscap.com. We're going to be talking to him about some things. He's going to talk about his takes from the game. He's going to break down how this 49ers offense can remain intact for 2023, 2024, and so on, right? Because we got some people up here, and it's free agent stuff. We're going to be losing a lot of people. So we're going to figure that out, all right? And Jason's going to be here to do that. He's the expert. I'm not. That's why we got him here. And he's going to be a great guest to have on the show. So make sure your alerts are set to on and all, all right, so you don't miss that episode, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. We're going to be on here for an hour. We're going to come up here, and we're, and we're going to talk. We're going to get down to the gritty. They won, and there are reasons why they won. And we're going to talk about all those reasons with all four of us. So make sure you prepare for that tonight. And then there's, the Rain Breezy Show is Monday through Friday, guys. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Tell your neighbor. Tell your friend. Tell your friend's neighbor. Tell your cousin. Tell your uncle. Tell your sister. Tell their roommates. Tell their babies. Tell their baby's cousins. Do what you got to do to promote this channel. We're back let them know that also there's going to be other special shows i have the film breakdown show we're going to do the offensive breakdown with rohan and then we're going to do the film breakdown we're going to get the five best plays from johnny dell he's going to be doing his uh breakdown here uh, uh with your boy breezy so we're back and then if you're not a member of the patreon you do not want to miss the debate show with mike and i like that show is crazy it's called the red light district but it's only exclusive for patreon members guys there's content and i'm going to be make sure you're involved and then peachy and i I have a have a show that we're planning so don't miss out on that as well thank y'all so much for tuning in i appreciate and i love you nigel thank you for that compliment 49ers lakers for life i thank you for your compliment i love it i love you more than anything stay up stay faithful always keep it nitty gritty y'all and thanks for watching